You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is when Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646 646- Four seven eight zero six six zero. Go visit and like our Facebook page when Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also, be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but praise God. Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. For things that we think we did, you did it. 
you just gave us the ability, the talent, the insight, the revelation, the understanding to get it done. But we just want to thank you this morning. We want to thank you for how faithful you always are. When we accuse you of leaving us, you've already said you'll never leave or forsake us. So we know that we're missing it because you can't miss it. Because you are everything. You cannot fail because you are God. And there is no equal. There is none likened to you. And we just thank you for this opportunity to be able to worship you. To be able to thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your, your kindness, your everlasting grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. And all in agreement say, amen, amen, amen. You can have a seat. So do we go ahead and do the confession? Let's do our opening confession. That, 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 that gets stuff on the inside of you. It took me five years to write this prayer. Because every time I counseled somebody and dealt with somebody, I saw something that was, was trying to sneak by. Y'all know what, how we try to sneak by stuff. So it, it's done. It's complete. I'm satisfied with it because it says everything that God wants to be said. So let's do it. Y'all ready? Y'all, y'all let, let's do it. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations or lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. been talking about thriving in a crisis. And I just want to give you something to write down. I hadn't asked you guys to write nothing down in a while. All right, so write this down. <laughs> so when stuff happens, like the shootings and the things of that nature, like the person that went into the hospital just a few days ago, then we try to make sense of it. But write this down. Our mistake is we try to make sense of the insensible. Our mistake is to try to make sense of the insensible. It won't make sense. Because the word says in a lot of days, men's hearts will fail them for fear. It also says that in in 2 Timothy, it talks about how that they'll be void of a conscience. Be lovers of themselves. Meaning that as long as I get what I want, I don't care what you're missing, what I took from you. And so he's already telling us in advance what's taking place. But I want to make this clear that in a crisis, you must do something. Now, understand what that means? 
So if I'm just standing there, I'm just sitting here, and I'm not just talking about shootings. I'm talking about if you're in financial lack or you have a problem with lack, if, if there is something going on with your children, something going on with your relationship, your relationship you got to do something. you got to take action. And what does take action look like in that situation? You just can't just lay there and hope it gets better. you got to tell it to get better. You just don't sit there. You just don't stand. And when I'm talking about stand, I mean just stand with nothing going on. I'm just standing. I'm going to watch. I'm going to see. Hopefully it'll get better. It won't unless you take the authority that God has placed within you. You have to do something. Don't cuss me out on this one. I know Christians cuss. Y'all know Christians cuss? Raise your hand. Y'all know Christians cuss. Okay. All right. So don't cuss me out. But you can't just pray. Without action and without direction. When you're praying, you're praying for direction on how to deal with this crisis. Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know about this. Show me what are my next steps. Show me how to do it. Show me how to go about it. Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to contact? So don't just pray just for prayer. Pray with action attached to it, with direction that that God is going to give you, with discernment so you can know what's running that, that, that situation. So it's not the people. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. So those high places, the wickedness, the spirits, the evil spirits are talking to somebody about you. Well, you know, you know, you need to do this. They getting ready to promote you where you know you got to get her out of the way or him out of the way. But you come against those things. It's not the person that looks like the person. Now, the person has to be used. They have to be obedient that they would go along and go against those things. You understand? But watch what you do. Watch your response to crisis. You're already hearing it now. Gas is uh, in in some place uh, is already $10 a gallon. So you saw ours in the Richmond area go up five, uh, what was it, five, 15 cents in a day. So you know what you need to do. (laughs) <laughs> you, you need to make some adjustments in your finances but you also need to give uh oh I said a cuss word in church <laughs> Curly and I financially debt free only thing we got is a mortgage is because God told us when I went to him and she went to me and we talked together we said how are we going to get out of debt God said I tell you how you're going to do it he said you're going to give your way out of debt oh, no amen on that I heard a grunt over on this side thank you for your grunt sister thank you for your grunt I heard it you got to give your way out of that. Because if you see, see, y'all, y'all ready for this? Write this down. I'm going to say it first, then you write it, Megan. All right, you ready? <laughs> when you ask God for a miracle, he's going to give you a seed. See, we're looking for the miracle, miracle, but he's going to give us a seed. He's going to give us something we need to sow towards the victory that we just asked for. You understand what I'm saying? So if, if you ask him for a job, then he's going to give you a seed. The seed is apply for one. <laughs> that what he gonna say? He said, "Have you applied? You need to apply for one." Then once you apply for one, I'm gonna make sure that that uh, that information is seen by the people in charge of hiring. I'm gonna have angels whispering in their ear your name ahead of time, so when they come across that application, they're gonna say that name. I've heard that all night long, because your ministering angels went to their house. And was talking about your name all night long. You see how that seed worked? All you had to do was apply for the job. And it started from there. 
But see, you want him, somebody knock on your door. I pray to God for a job, and, and you want human resources to come to your house. See, that, that, that's what I'm talking about when I say you just stay there. But you got to watch what you do. You got to watch what you say. Nobody will ever hire me. Now, how are you supposed to get a job if God said, your word has been stout against me? Meaning that when something is not going right, you got to check and see what you have said. Because he said, if your word, not my word, your word has been stalled against me. He want to send angels to bless you, but they got to stop at the door because you said, God don't even think about me. God never answered my prayer. You got to repent of that stuff. I mean, it ain't even getting started yet. This is just the, the, the warm up. <laughs> can, can you watch what you do? So what action is applied? What action needs to be applied to what you believe in God for? Uh-oh. Y'all think about what you believe God for. Y'all shout it out what you believe in God for. Start on this side. Just shout it out. Clean up of my finances. Healing of my children. All right, this side. Babies on babies on babies. All right, all right. Healing for my daughter. New position. So what are you going to do about that? What's your part in that? What do you need to do? What do you need to say? But the bottom line, after all that, you got to encourage yourself. Because can I tell you something about people? If you, you have relationships, some of those relationships don't like it when you outgrow them. I'm going to go over on this side too. I'm going to go over this. <laughs> have everybody that you know friends with was excited that you got promoted? Okay, let me check this side out. Have, have So you need to cut them loose. Because, see, if you can't be excited for my excitement, what kind of friend are you? Or are you one? Well, that's not a good. You, you shouldn't take that job, even though they're paying $5,000 extra. You shouldn't take that job. Because what, 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 what? Would I be making more than you? But I don't want, I'm the one to pray you in a job and excited about yours? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay. All right. So I'm going to shift focus for a second. Can I shift? Because y'all mature enough. Mind my own business. Y'all know what happened when I mind my own business. So I want you to write this down for your children. I'm going to say it first. I was talking to God, and I said, so, so Father, how can we protect our children? Oh, they're going to school, or they're going to the, the war, or they're going to, to a, a, a new job, or they're going to college. He says, when you kiss your children before they go to school. Now, you can change that, that word any, any way you want, college, job, whatever. When you kiss your children, child, before they go to school, you tell them, I will see you after school because you are alive and well. See, the Bible says, call things that be not as though they were. So you're kissing your child or you're saying, uh, you know, have a great day. I'll see you after school. Because you are alive and well. Now, they can't be dead if they're alive and well. You just call something that be not as though it already existed. So if that child or that situation is coming up, the last thing that child is hearing to make that decision in the crisis is, but I'm alive and well. So I have to go past this. A car can't kill me, a person can't shoot me, a man can't hurt me because I am. 
Now, y'all got a problem with that y'all talk to God about because he's the one told me to tell you. You are. You're telling the child. And that's the last thing they heard as they went to where they were supposed to go. That I am. Well, my mom said or my dad said, I'm alive and well. So it must be true. So what's going to drive them is the fact of what you told them. Now, we got some parents tell the child for the least school. Boy, you are never mounting nothing. You just like your daddy. You just like your mama. So, so what they go to school with? Or where they go? Whatever they going, what they going with? The teacher tells them you made an A on that and that you must made a mistake. Because what did you say to your child? Y'all got it? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to th- start the message now. <laughs> grateful, grateful, grateful. I'm up here walking today. I was on, it, it was special. But anyway, let me go ahead to thrive in the name of Christ. <laughs> so a crisis, the definition was intense, difficulty, trouble, or danger. We, we can look at something, but we got to decide, is that true for us? Can it be different? Can I change that? It's a turning point for recovery or death. So at that moment of crisis, you have to decide. And when I'm talking about crisis, I'm not just talking about death or dying. I'm talking about a situation that comes up in your family, in your relationship. When, when, when you, you uh, have $300 in the bank and you over, uh, what do you call it, overextend, overdraft, and they talk about 500 that's a crisis to somebody because you might have to call somebody in. What if you're at school, at college, and you overspend, and you got to call your parents and say, Mama, Daddy. So which one y'all going to call? Which, what, what, what side is this side? Which one you going to call Mama, Daddy, if you overextend? You going to call Mama? <laughs> Why you going to call Mama? Oh, Mama going to come to the rescue. What's this side? Mom. Why y'all say Mom? Y'all call Mom. She the only one. <laughs> Y'all hear what he said? He said, Mom is the only one I'm going to pick up. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, brother. That was a good one. During a crisis, you got to decide, is this for better or for worse? When something is going on, is this for better or is it for worse? Is it better that I get past this or is it worse? You know, because sometimes a situation can come up where God is trying to move a person out of your, your life. So is that better or worse? Okay. All right. It's decision-making time. It's decision-making time where it's time where you ran from it all this time, and now is the time and the place where you got to make a decision. What you going to do? And now is the time. What you going to do? Don't wait. I'll figure it out tomorrow. No, you need to. It's been going on for a while. What's the longest something been going on you, you know you need to bring a, a, a conclusion to? You can shout it out. Five years, two years, ten years? Three years? Many years. Many years. Okay. <laughs> he said, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Many years. But it's time. If I'm teaching on this now, it's time to make the decision. But check this out. But some people, what happens when a crisis happens, it's a personal shutdown. They just shut down. They don't want to talk to nobody. They hide in the house. They don't want to go to work. They don't want to get better. They just sh- totally shut down. But guess what? When they, or if they decide to come back, they still got to come back to the problem. 
you can sleep all you want, but eventually you're going to wake up. And you got to you, go ahead and solve the issue. Write this down. Crisis create opportunities. Now, I'm, I'm just going to look at the food industry for a quick second since uh, my family, we like to eat out a lot. <laughs> and they said, amen. <laughs> and Chick-fil-A, what did Chick-fil-A do? They created one line. They already had one line. Then it was a second line. Then a third line. And they just, they, they saw this crisis as an opportunity. So what, what can we do with this? If we know people don't want to eat at home. So, so can we create a line? Then they got the people outside before. Now they got the people outside with the iPads. Uh, it, it, they was giving you receipts. Now they, they say, well, do you need a receipt? Because they're just trying to think of how fast we can get you through the line. So that created opportunity. When we, we were meeting virtually, we decided we're going to knock down the wall. So this whole section over here, boom, knocked out office, our uh, uh, classroom, knocked out a whole bunch of stuff just so we could have more space. So it created an opportunity for us. Instead of a crisis, we turned the crisis into an opportunity. What is it that you need to turn into an opportunity? What is it that you need to make that adjustment to? Because it is anything that comes at us in, and we are in Christ, he's going to show us a way out. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.